From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Demer. Today is our weekend update, and it is Friday, January 10th, 2022. I'm recording this at 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Let's get straight into those crypto prices. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I told you I'm trying a new format for Fridays, so let's see how you like it. If you don't like it, email me, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Bitcoin is sitting at $29,720, down 1.3% in 24, while Ethereum is down 2.8% at $1,744. Tether's number 3, USDC is number 4, Binance Coin is number 5 at 290 pretty much even from yesterday. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, XRP, BUSD, Solana, and Doge. Total market cap, we're at $1.23 trillion, pretty much even from yesterday, if not down a little. A BTC dominance of 46.5% and an F dominance of 174 Moving into our week in review, on Monday, the popular crypto game Steppen, which uses Solana NFTs, was hit with a number of DDoS attacks and distributed denial of service, that means. And this is the third such occurrence in many months. So what is Steppen? It's a move-to-earn app where users are rewarded for moving outdoors. Players have to buy Solana-based NFT sneakers to play the game, and they earn tokens when they run or walk. So Steppen was hit with multiple DDoS attacks, which shut down the whole app for about 1 to 12 hours while they worked everything out. And they said that they're fixing the problems, it's back online, and I've looked into their white paper, and I still don't understand how they're going to make money. (laughs) But that's okay, because uh, Dan Roberts, the editor-in-chief of Decrypt, is going to have them on Decrypt's other podcast, GM, on June 21st. So if you want to hear, and I hope he asks the questions of how are you going to make money on June 21st, listen to the CMO of Steppen answering those questions. In other Monday news, we heard last week that Coinbase was freezing hiring, laying off some staff, and it rescinded job offers to potential employees. And this left a lot of people a little, little, little chaffed, a little, little upset, including Chung Wok An, who said this, I'm left speechless by the irresponsibility Coinbase has shown in managing hires and helpless about my current situation. As an international student on an OPT visa, I have only 90 days left to find another position before I can no longer maintain the status. Another potential hire, Adam Kopech, said, I was shocked to find out that Coinbase rescinded my IC7 product design job offer after I already quit my job. Well, Coinbase is not the only exchange laying off people and rescinding offers and not hiring anymore. In Latin America, Mercado Bitcoin announced that it would lay off 12% of its 750 workers due to changes in the global finance landscape. Bitso says it's going to lay off 10%, and Buenbit says laying off 45%. On Tuesday, a bipartisan bill was unveiled by Cynthia Lummis and Kirsten Gillibrand. That's U.S. Senator Cynthia Lummis, Republican from Wyoming, and Kirsten Gillibrand, Senator, 
Democrat from New York. The proposed bill, titled the Responsible Financial Innovation Act, is the most comprehensive piece of crypto legislation proposed to date and introduced a raft of other significant measures, including a provision that eliminates the obligation to report crypto gains of $200 or less to the IRS. The bill stands almost no chance, apparently, of passing the current Congress, but is expected to gain new momentum in 2023 following the midterm elections. Basically, what they're saying is the Democrats are not going to pass this thing and they're going to have to wait for Republicans to take the House and the Senate in order to get this done. If you want to know what is in this bill, uh, listen to my March 10th episode where I talk to Senator Lummis's policy director and he goes through it all. Also announced on Tuesday, the SEC said it's going to be revisiting the origins of BNB coin for potential violations of security regulations. I'm not quite sure what's prompting this right now. Uh, BNB is the fifth largest cryptocurrency. It has a market cap of around, I was just called $48 billion and about $1.5 billion in 24-hour volume trading. There are plenty of ICOs or scams or security violations out there from coins all around, but they're going after BNB. BNB has been around since 2017. So it's interesting that they're starting to look at it now. But that's not all of Binance's woes. In a new report from Reuters, it estimates that $2.35 billion in illicit funds has been laundered through Binance since 2017. And while Binance is taking issue with that and say that that number is woefully misinformed. My allergies are absolutely killing me this morning. I hope you guys can't hear it. I am literally pausing this every five minutes to go blow my nose. <laughs> anyway, on, on Wednesday, Binance US said that it's going to offer cryptocurrency staking services to clients. It's a move that the company expects that will make more competitive against other US-based rivals such as Coinbase and FTX.US. Staking services are available to certain coins, and that's going to be Binance, BNB, Solana, Avalanche, Cosmos, Livepeer, and Audius. According to the company's Twitter account, more options will be available in the future. And what we're looking at is something around 6.4% for staking BNB and 18% APY for staking Livepeer. And again, I just want to caution, just because you're staking it on Binance, even though I do trust Binance and they will make you whole if there's hacks or there's problems with the coins or some kind of vulnerabilities. We've seen it happen in the past. They're really good at this. However, these coins still could go, go to zero. And 18% APY, how are they making that money? How are you making that money in that return? It might not matter in the, in the short term, but is it sustainable? Still on Wednesday, Coinbase is getting a lot of flack for resending job offerings to uh, potential employees. And, well, they decided to do something about it. And what did they do? They made a public database of people that I was about to employ. This is called Talent Hub, and it's a list of amazing people, according to them, amazing people affected by the recent talent changes at Coinbase. Former Coinbase candidates can now self-submit their name, discipline, and current company and contact informations. On Wednesday, the site had 350 individuals, mostly software engineers. If this seems weird, it is weird. And here's what people say about it. One person tweeted, here's a list of all the people we fucked over. Maybe you can help. A legal partner in Anderson Kill said, if there's a Pulitzer Prize for the most laughable corporate word mushery, hiring update in air quotes would win hands down. And Eric.eth wrote, this is basically a rug pull victims list. WTF is going on over at Coinbase. On Thursday, some news shocked the political world. And a new financial disclosure from Representative Madison Cawthorn. He's a Republican from North Carolina. If you guys don't know him, <laughs> you're definitely not paying attention to politics because... He's a character. He's definitely a character. 
Well, it shows that he was late in reporting up to $950,000 in cryptocurrency transactions, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Solana. That is a big no-no. A big no-no. If it was a couple thousand dollars, like, oh, yeah, it just slipped my mind. Oh, I forgot it. Okay, we can understand. You don't have almost a million dollars slip your mind. And in all fairness, because of the way that these reportings are, it's not just a specific amount. It's a range. So it could be anywhere from $290,000 to $950,000. However, even if it's $290,000, $290,000 just doesn't slip your mind. At least <laughs> not mine. If you have enough money that it slips your mind, then kudos to you. In an earlier financial disclosure, Cawthorn disclosed a purchase of $265,000 worth of Ethereum and up to $250,000 worth of Let's Go Brandon token. And remember, they're looking at him for pumping the coin. So what's the chain of events for Madison Cawthorn and buying Let's Go Brandon token? December 31st, Madison Cawthorn buys up to 250 k in Let's Go Brandon coin. December 29th on Instagram, he predicts Let's Go Brandon coin will go to the moon. On December 30th, a previously undisclosed endorsement deal sends let's go brandon token skyrocketing and the day after that december 31st madison cawthorn sells off let's go brandon hodlings and moving into today's news okay so we have to go back to last week here if you guys didn't know actor seth green he has some board apes and he was hacked and somehow somebody stole his board apes and because you have a board ape you have control of their ip which means you could do whatever you want with it you could make a fast food restaurant. You could even make a TV show, which is what he was going to do with his board ape until it was stolen. And since it was stolen, he can't do that anymore because he doesn't control the IP, which is super interesting. Well, he had to get it back or else he wasn't making that show that was already in development. And he's been reunited with the board ape and he paid about 165 f for it or about $300,000 to get it back. It wasn't the only thing that was stolen from Seth. Four NFTs were stolen, a board ape, a mutant ape and others well now he has his ape back and now he can make the show and i'm excited to see how it turns out and in my favorite news of the day the sec is investigating terra's stablecoin collapse that's the news Go get him. Go get Doquan. Thank you for listening to This Week in Review. If you have any questions, comments, I don't know, you just want to say hi, email me, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. And until next time, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>